You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. And I'm Billy <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us today, the Reverend Dr. Wilhelm Weber. He is Managing Director of the International Lutheran Society of Wittenberg. Dr. Weber, thank you so much for being our guest today. Oh, it's my pleasure. You can see I can't wait to get onto the program. (laughs) (laughs) We are just so delighted to have the opportunity to speak with you uh, and and to hear what's going on with the Old Latin School in Wittenberg. Uh, What is the Old Latin School? You know, it was built as a boys' gymnasium, a high school for boys in uh, after Luther had died already, 1564. Uh, that's a long time ago, but it means it's got a long history. It went through the Napoleonic Wars. Uh, It was uh, a a garnison at that time. The roof was taken off uh, to put on cannons and stuff like that. So quite a moving history. Uh, Later on, that, uh, of course, uh, had some detrimental effects because the water got into the beams, the wooden beams. And so when they renovated it now in 2015, uh, they really had to uh, debone the whole structure practically and refill it with concrete and uh, steel to keep the whole structure up. And uh, the architect says uh, that he had many sleepless nights, you know, just uh, because the whole thing was um, nearly falling down already. That would have been a big fall, but they managed to put it up nicely, and now it's really a beautiful place, uh, really um, in the middle of Wittenberg, in the center, right next to Luther's uh, church where he did all the preaching um, regularly, often daily, and um, here in this uh, town center between his home in the Black Cloister and then in the, uh, the castle church where he was working at the university. So we are pretty central. It's pretty nice. Uh, it's been in operation now for five years. And uh, we really are well equipped to uh, welcome visitors, if there were some, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It sounds like such a, such a great place. And the pictures from the renovation and, and all of the things that have been happening are just wonderful to look through. What, are, uh, what, what has actually remained the same in Wittenberg since the ref- time, of, time of the Reformation? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. There's a set of the water system, for instance. The water system, you know, they had uh, they brought water in wooden pipes. Uh, this is not just um, they took big logs and they bore holes through from one end to the lengthwise, not not uh, through the uh, through um, sideways, but through the whole length, having big trees as pipes. They've still got you can see those bores still in the museum here. Those things, uh, Melanchthon got free water supply. It's uh, Luther did not have the advantage of that. Um, but there are wells like that all over town. And uh, after they had closed the systems down so that nobody could see the water, now the water is 
freely visible. You can see it and uh, you can even drink it because um, otherwise people still uh, have the sign there, this is no drinking water. But the tour guides make it a habit that they sort of take a glass along and then take a swig of the water to just show this is really very good water from the northern parts um, between Wittenberg and Berlin. The water is uh, taken here through those wooden pipes which still function today. But there are other things like the church. The church is very active. Uh, it, it, uh, Population-wise, percentage-wise, it's a small fraction, 10% people go to church, but the Christians are very active, many uh, aspects of life. Uh, you have got the university going, although it's no longer the, it's called the Wittenberg University, but it's part of Halle now. And uh, of course, the schools, the uh, school which started off in the old Latin school, now still functions as a big gymnasium, of course, now for boys and girls. Um, and there are plenty of schools around uh, Wittenberg, uh, not only the gymnasium, but others as well. Uh, and that is really a big part of the city income still today, education. But the other uh, big part of work in Wittenberg is chemical industry, which of course is a new business. Uh, you could say that at that time Kranach was the chemist and his, uh, uh, so you did have something in, chem in the line of chemistry, but now there's a big um, industrial plant from a guy from Czechia who's a supplier, a billionaire who's pumping in lots of money into this uh, town, which really helps a lot. It's one third of the people, of the 50,000 people living here, uh, practically find work in that industrial complex um, to the east of, no, to the west, sorry, to the west of uh, Wittenberg, all along there. So, uh, education is important, I said that already, and then the last part is tourism, which uh, these two branches, education and industry, are going on even now, but in the the tourism part has really fallen flat in Corona times. So tell us what we might learn or see in a visit to the old Latin school today. Yeah, that's a good one too. The, I just got new posters today from the uh, desk there in, in the old Rathaus, the old civic center practically just next to the old Latin school. Um, they are renovating, and so a lady who works there, she brought me the posters, and I can just go through the through the pictures. So they have got all, uh, the highlights of Wittenberg. If you come to uh, the old Latin school, though, you come into my office, there's a bookshop. I'm sitting in the bookshop right now, and uh, you see a statue of Luther and a lot of uh, CPH books. You have also a number of German books from a variety of uh, publishers, uh, just because uh, many people here don't read English. Uh, German is a bit of a, uh, if we could have Russian, because that's what they, most of them have a second language, but um, young children don't come into the uh, bookshop so often. So you have the bookshop, then you have our chapel, which is of course the gem of the house, which also um, has, um, Divine services every Sunday. We have weekday services as well. 
uh, alternating, not really on a, on a, a regular basis, but depending on who's coming in as a visitor. Our constant people here, which is a handful of um, people, my family, and some uh, people who have moved here. Uh, we've got a lady who studied in America and did a master's there, and she came here. She's offering language courses. She's a member of our congregation too. And um, that uh, is part of our um, our congregation, and then they they are all fit in English and in German. So we it depends always uh, whether we have uh, um, uh, uh, visitors. This Sunday we expect people from Dresden, and uh, so it'll be German. Uh, but if uh, other people come who only know English, well, we might be switching to English because those Dresden visitors are also fit in English. And then, of course, upstairs we have uh, our hospitality service uh, where you have got nice rooms to stay, uh, single bedrooms, double bedrooms, um, also uh, um, uh, an apartment where guests can stay overnight, uh, a common room, a library, things like that, uh, which is a, a very uh, nice view over the uh, St. Mary's City Church. Uh, so you have got nice accommodations and very um, uh, comfortable um, rooms to stay over. And uh, it's, it's a combination of old and new. Uh, of course, um, because it's a, it's a monument practically, uh, old stones, old doors and old um, frames have been preserved old pillars, but um, it's all very functional as well. We've got an elevator for people who can't take the steps. And uh, so that's, uh, there's quite a, um, it's an efficient kitchen too, which uh, everybody can use, etc., etc. Has anything uh, changed or what, what has changed since the, the grand celebration of the 500th anniversary of the Reformation? You know, I think one of the big changes is that I moved down from the uh, top floor where the offices were of the um, managing director down into the bookshop. And we try to keep the door open here. The door stays open most of the time. Now the weather is uh, quite gloomy and rainy, etc., etc., and pretty cold. Um, it's getting down to freezing um, in the evenings already. So... Um, the door is closed due to the weather. But otherwise, people can just walk in and uh, uh, take a look and see, and I can see who's going past this well. How has the uh, the COVID-19 pandemic impacted uh, your work and the uh, the old Latin school and, and, and just the community of Wittenberg at large, too? You know, it's it's practically closed down the whole business. Really, there's, uh, there's no, no visitors to talk about. Really, no. Uh, if I... Um, a lady from Holy Cross in Collinsville, just across the river from you guys in uh, St. Louis, they um, uh, asked for a little video, and I, I took some pictures outside, and it is, uh, it's just empty. Uh, we have got uh, visitors coming in from Berlin because they can't uh, travel uh, far, so they do day trips here. But uh, that is uh, really just sporadic and... Um, uh, very few in numbers as well. Uh, but this is not only for us. 
This is the whole town. There is no uh, transport on the river anymore. Uh, there are no buses coming through. Uh, so no overnight visitors. Uh, and uh, the hospitality service, the hotels practically have uh, shut down for tourists. There are still people who uh, continue with work. Um, the postman comes here every day. Uh, he's one of the few people I see regularly. Today, the, the locksmith came and fixed the door handle. Somebody had ripped the door handle off, etc. And so uh, those things sort of continue, but uh, the tourism business rarely has fallen flat. My wife is a teacher at the school, and she uh, continues uh, teaching. The school is up and running. Uh, they do that. They've got uh, holidays next week. And uh, so there is, uh, we are uh, in, a, in a state where uh, Corona has not affected the local population uh, very badly. We are one of the most fortunate uh, places in, in, in uh, Germany. And, uh, but the business is just so low that people really are struggling to um, make ends meet. Uh, the government is helping quite uh, substantially, but of course that is only a temporary help. And it does not really uh, help a business if if the if it if if the people just don't uh, come in anymore. Uh, for our bookshop, it is okay. People still can order books. Uh, that is what happens. But even the uh, big uh, school programs which we had envisaged, uh, student exchange with uh, university, uh, the Concordia universities. That has, of course, just fallen by the wayside. Another program which is uh, planned by World Missions uh, from Missouri is the, uh, the European uh, branch of having a bachelor uh, in theology um, with Chuck, uh, Charles Courtright, Dr. Charles Courtright from mm -hmm. Korea. Uh, these things are uh, also just on the back burner now because of the situation, because nobody can just stay here. Those are things which uh, we were very eager to implement, but they have just said, well, hold on, we wait till something happens. Oh, the, um, there's no um, uh, overnight guests. There are no, um, we continue with the church services because of our small numbers, we are able to conduct the services as before. Uh, and even the language program goes on, but uh, that is with locals. Uh, the, the tourist business has just fallen flat. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry to hear how much this has impacted the uh, the tourism and, and so many visitors from beyond just your local community. But thanks be to God, you can continue the the, the ministry of the word there and uh, with the Sunday services and proclaiming Christ in those services. We have more to talk about with Dr. Weber here on The Coffee. We're going to take a, just a short break. We'll be right back. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that. 
to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're talking with the Reverend Dr. Wilhelm Weber. He's Managing Director of the International Lutheran Society of Wittenberg. We're talking about the old Latin school in Wittenberg where he serves. And uh, so much has uh, has been impacted, so much of the visitors, the, the tourism in Wittenberg has been impacted, but certainly the word still continues as the, the focus of the old Latin school. Speaking of that, this is October and looking forward to remembering the Reformation at the end of this month. Why is learning the history of the Lutheran Reformation so important? Is it, is it important? Is it helpful to uh, the work that we're given today, Pastor? Yes, and uh, it's of course a suggestive question, which <laughs> me, but, um, uh, I think it is one of the vital things that Missouri has come in and also the Zerg into Wittenberg because uh, I think we have got so much more than just the uh, buildings and the monuments and the old libraries. Now, don't get me wrong. I am a fan of the old music and I'm a fan of the old buildings and all these things, but... Uh, I think a lot of people here in uh, East Germany, um, in the previous uh, Eastern uh, part, are uh, thinking that Luther is just a thing of the past. And I think um, they really need uh, to see uh, living Lutheran communities like you have in uh, Missouri congregations, uh, like you have in active uh, Zell congregations as well. Uh, I've I've noticed that uh, uh, many people think uh, Christianity is just uh, dead here, but that's often because they don't uh, visit the Zell congregations. And also in uh, in America, I'm sure you can, uh, if you don't find a Missouri Synod, you might also land up in the wrong place. And that is often the the case here in um, in, in East Germany that the people just don't know a confessional alternative. Uh, a lot of um, Churches, and this is not just my idea. The the, the minister of our uh, state, uh, Hasselhoff, uh, just wrote that if Luther would come back again in these times, he would not join the state church because it is just such a, a politicized, ideological uh, setup. Um, he would probably go to the Catholic Church. Well, I beg to differ. I'm sure he would be glad to see that there's a confessional Lutheran alternative. And that's what really it is about, is that we show that uh, Lutheranism is not just about old statues and old uh, um, buildings, but really is about living the faith which came back to light in the Reformation time. Luther was, uh, he was really most interested in uh, getting the word uh, out to the people. And uh, if I say word, I mean God's word in gospel, law and gospel. And uh, that these um, uh, uh, clear um, mission tools were back again amongst the people of that time. And that has not changed at all. People here need it very much. You know, I, I, uh, I'm a hunter and I, uh, that's a way how I also meet common folk here, people who have not gone to church for the last 50 years, 
uh, and um, they are 70 now. Uh, my friend uh, uh, with whom I do that, and uh, he is, um, uh, he tell it is one of those things which, if they tell me about their general life, uh, I just know one of the things which they really need mostly is the church. A uh, church which would address uh, those uh, things which uh, we know to have uh, forgiveness of sins, life and salvation. Those things is just uh, uh, unheard of. And that is such a, they've got a lot of wealth. They've got, they are socially covered, etc., uh, etc. Et they've got education, they've got culture, they've got all those things. But the um, real uh, faith in the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, that is just sorely missing. And uh, there, it is also, of course, quite a, a challenge um, to get that out. And I, that's why I think uh, what one would need is really a living congregation with members who um, say no, a, a class full of students, 25 students or so, who um, live out the um, Christian faith uh, here in the city would be a wonderful witness. And uh, that is something which I, uh, the, the house is, of course, a wonderful standing point. We can open the doors, we can sing aloud, the organ can play, and the brass band from our neighboring congregations when they come visit is there. But um, we need this kind of um, uh, witness which is there for people to see that the church, uh, the Reformation is not dead uh, 500 years ago, but is still uh, alive and living. Um, uh, if uh, in the United States, in Africa, in Asia, Australia, etc., etc., and uh, uh, thanks to the old Latin school, it's also even visible to a small extent over, right over here. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And along those lines, uh, what? How does the Latin school uh, reach out into the community? What kinds of things? Um, I know COVID has changed so much. Uh, what kinds of things are you looking to be able to do to to keep reaching out into these communities and and to bring people in and tell them about the the gospel of Christ? You know, uh, Sarah, it is a lot about uh, getting connected with the people. So I, I try to uh, move out and see where can one meet the people. My uh, um, predecessors here in the old Latin school, like Kristen Lang or mm -hmm. uh, David Marsman or um, also William Targerson, um, they all um, tried to connect to the English people mostly. Well, it was mainly an English uh, ministry. Uh, that was because of their background. I tried to do that also um, with the Germans, try to reach out to the schools. Uh, I told you my wife is a teacher at a, a Christian private school. Uh, they, that, uh, that is a, uh, and then they are uh, sort of where the people are in their daily lives. That means at the hospital or uh, in the hunting club, or in the uh, when they gather in the evenings in the uh, in the various localities, etc. That one just uh, meets up with the societies, and there where the people meet uh, socially. That one shows one's face uh, regularly and tries to build up uh, contacts in that way, uh, because the people um, uh, don't come to the church services which we advertise. There is also a quite a wide range of uh, church services offered on offer, 
Uh, and so uh, one has to sort of make, build up the personal contact with people. And that, of course, takes time. I'm here for three years now, and uh, we've got some good friends, um, especially with those people who are already members also of the congregation, uh, reaching out to their families, etc., etc. So it's sort of like the concentric circles reaching out more and more. Any plans for the year ahead? What should we what should we be watching for from the old Latin school in the year ahead? Yeah, I hope that uh, that uh, the bachelor's course with Chuck Courtright uh, will actually get off uh, the ground and that that will be get going, that they will have um, uh, a contingent of their people, 15 to 20 students staying over here for a, a length of time so that the uh, rooms uh, uh, are practically uh, utilized and the library and the common room and the study rooms, etc., are used uh, on a, a regular basis and don't uh, just stand uh, empty and waiting. Uh, that, that also is, of course, if that happens, that is why we don't do the uh, so aggressively the Airbnb program or uh, other modes of uh, advertising, because if we want to have that kind of program, we can't have the other one. You can't, uh, we must see what is more important. And we think this kind of education program is absolutely top of our list. Uh, I think that is something which we uh, also should pray for and, and say that God opens the doors so that this program can actually uh, work out. But um, on the other hand, we also need space for visitors to say, this is our place where we can come uh, again and again. I think a, a good thing is also if we would have sufficient numbers that one does not uh, either uh, um, uh, German or English, but rather both. Uh, because uh, we already have uh, some people who say, well, if it's English, then I can come. If it is German, I can't, uh, I can't understand. And others who say, well, if it is uh, English, I can't uh, understand it either. So we, uh, if we would have sufficient numbers to do uh, the uh, church services in both languages on a continual and regular basis, I think would be a good thing too. And then uh, the, 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 with the bookshop, I think that is just to make it more and more uh, visible. I don't think that we need uh, much more because people... Uh, we have a niche market for confessional Lutheran theology, and I think that is uh, pretty well covered with this stuff from CPH. Our guest today, the Reverend Dr. Wilhelm Weber, Managing Director for the International Lutheran Society of Wittenberg. You can find out more at oldlatinschool.org. Dr. Weber, thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Oh, Andy, it was my pleasure. Sarah, nice to uh, talk to you again. You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.